Hello everyone, uh, welcome back. My name is Tom Dawson. This is podcast number four on my continuing transition into uh, Agile uh, and applying it to cyber uh, cybersecurity and vulnerability management. Um, what I'd like to cover with this episode is uh, an idea that I came up with a couple of days ago. Um, and uh, about the time that we were doing our uh, retrospect on a sprint that we just recently uh, completed, and I posed a question to all of our team members to give me feedback on what their view of our current transition uh, is and and, uh, how it's going for them um, and, and and pose that feedback uh, from a positional standpoint, you know, from the position that they uh, represent on the team, uh, on our uh, secure config team. So like uh, feedback from our uh, scrum master, from our product owner, from our senior product owner, um, for all the individual facets of the team, uh, my feedback from, uh, an endpoint side, uh, Windows Server, or, or a person that's on Windows Server, their feedback from their, their point of view, from their position, uh, non-Windows, uh, uh, virtual, and so on. So that's what I'm uh, going to uh, attempt to articulate with this podcast. So what I'd like to do first is a recap from uh, episode three. Um what I covered in episode three is I covered our overall uh, epic and, and what that means uh, for vulnerability management um, and, and how there's individual groups that uh, make up that epic. There's you know secure config, there's uh, patching, and uh, there's also our uh, network security team and you know what their roles are and, and what they work on. Um, I also covered you know the scope or general. Uh, overall scope for our epic which is you know vulnerability management it, it seems like I'm repeating our, myself but that's kind of the way that agile works you find yourself repeating yourself a lot when it when you're referring to individual individual facets of uh, of your agile uh, uh, team transition whatever you want to call it um, and I also talked about some of the challenges that we all are facing with uh, this new introduction into Agile for uh, cybersecurity and how uh, even the research that I, I did for my thesis for uh, this uh, current trends class um, on how uh, senior leaders out there in the world are, are they like what they see with uh, what Agile has done for the development world, and they would like to uh, find a way to uh, to apply that to the security world. And they're they're finding that it's not as easy as as they would like it to be, and there there's a lot of stumbling blocks and a lot of problems that uh, the traditional way of, of of working with security and, and, and solving security issues, it doesn't quite fit into a traditional agile framework. 
um, and I also covered you know each individual team that was associated uh, with our epic um, network uh, security uh, patching and secure configuration talked a little bit about what makes them up and then what uh, what their goal is for uh, each of our weekly sprints so with that um, like I mentioned I try to get feedback from all of our respective uh, areas that we cover in uh, in uh, secure configuration um, I think in podcasts two I mentioned secure config is is made up by a endpoint uh, management uh, person that would be me I'm responsible for security issues that are that uh, laptops desktops um, any any endpoint device that, that touches our enterprise we also have a Windows Server person who their job is just like the name says they're they're covering Windows servers and uh, whether they be virtual or physical and throughout the entire uh, uh, enterprise that we have we also have a non Windows server engineer who uh, covers all the Linux systems the Unix systems um, the NIX uh, or AIX systems and uh, any vulnerabilities associated with them we have a virtual person a virtual engineer who works with all of our bdi environments um, citrix environments uh, vmware uh, uh, systems that we have and uh, then we have our product owner who coincidentally for for this uh, epic is also uh, my supervisor um, he basically his job is to bring down all the requests from above him and kind of focus them on uh, individual responsibilities for, you know, virtual endpoint server network uh, and, and get those filtered out and create stories to resolve all those problems uh, that we have. And then we have a uh, scrum master who is the, the, the uh, project manager and he runs the our our daily stand-up meetings um our sprint retrospects our sprint planning um and basically is like a filter for the team that uh he uh kind of puts a roadblock in into anything that would interfere with our our sprints or or the way that we do business and uh, basically uh, protects the the uh, team from any outside interference from the rest of the organization and then we have a senior project owner and that person's job is to work with the project owner for any problems that are that the team is having and uh, be a liaison between our uh, sprint uh, epic and uh, senior management within the organization so I didn't get too much I didn't get as much feedback as I expected from our individual team members but you know we're all pretty much buried in work right now so it wasn't too much of a surprise um, I did reach out to our CISO of the organization and unfortunately um, 
I didn't get any feedback from him because he is basically buried um, in trying to get his hands around uh, all the issues that we have uh, related to security within the organization. Um, he just started in December, I believe, of last year, so he's relatively new with the company. He hasn't uh, quite uh, landed on his feet yet, so he's still trying to get things figured out. And uh, I probably would have had to had at least uh, a two-month lead time on my request to him for him to to be able to give me any time. But with that, um, I did get some good feedback from the two server members on my team. Um, and I guess what I want to do is I want to um, give you their, their overall view of how our transition is going and some of the roadblocks that they mentioned and some of the likes and the, and the dislikes that they've had so far that they've been able to uh, uh, articulate so far. Um, and starting with our, our Windows person, our Windows server person, um, I talked to him uh, a couple of days ago on, on Skype and uh, we were kind of both discussing our, our angst with uh, our agile transition and um, his general feeling is kind of kind of falls in line with mine um, we both like the fact that we have somebody we have a project manager who is actually out there willing to prevent um, any outside problems from uh, taking our time away from things that we've committed to on our um, our sprints, um, any uh, extra work that uh, people try to bring to us and uh, pile upon our shoulders, he kind of prevents that from happening and says, no, 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 um, if you want to talk to my guys, you've got to go through me first, and then I'll put it into proper context and feed it in as, as it's needed. Um, we both like the fact that we have somebody out there that's willing to do that. Um, we... Uh, both have the same view that we like the way that the sprints set up a manageable um, uh, amount of work that we can commit to and that we feel comfortable with that we can get done within a two-week time frame. Uh, we both like the fact that uh, that uh, that seems to work for us. Um, I did uh, when I was talking to him in Skype. I did express the fact that I I wasn't really on the fence anymore with. Uh, my decision on whether I was liking the way things were going and, and thought this uh, that uh, Agile had a place in, in uh, cybersecurity. Um, I, I still believe that I, I don't think I don't think it's the way that we're applying it. I just don't think there's enough uh, examples out there yet on on the proper way to uh, apply agile to to cybersecurity and, and I don't think anybody's getting it right and I think it's going to take a lot of modifications and a lot of changes and and a lot more data to determine the best way to integrate agile into cybersecurity I just it, it's just my personal feeling and obviously uh, a lot of other people's personal feeling um so our Windows Server engineer also expressed um, 
he didn't like the way that we were applying it um, as far as uh, and, and I think uh, the direction he's coming from is is a point that uh, we constantly have to work with people who have no idea what agile is or that we're even doing it and so they don't they don't understand that we're we're um, pretty much on a on a time schedule and and they don't feel that they have to adhere to our time schedule when we make requests from them um and then uh he, he did like the fact that uh uh this format provides us the ability to have a a laser focus on the task that we're working on that we we are able to focus on one thing work on that thing until we get it done without any type of, of interference or any other project or problem getting in the way and I do like that but I can I can see how that would be a a uh, problem for for senior leaders because uh, of the way that they operate and and things come up that that they want to address and because of their position that they feel that, that affords them the right to uh, to uh, think that way okay so moving on to our non-windows server guy um he did give me uh, pretty much the same fate feedback that our, our Windows Server person did. He liked, uh, he can see both sides of, of, of Agile and, and what doesn't work and what does work. And it kind of falls in line with, uh, with my thinking. Um, he likes that he can uh, plan out uh, two weeks worth of work and, and be able to commit to that and, uh, and focus on, on just that work. And, um, he thinks uh, the way that we're doing it is probably the best that he's seen. Um, I don't know how many uh, Agile, I don't know much about his background. He's relatively new to the team, so I don't know how many uh, experiences he's had with working with uh, Agile, but uh, uh, he does like the way that we're doing it so far. Um, and I kind of agree with him. I mean, I, I think we're doing the best that we can with, the, with what we got. Um, he likes how, you know, putting on his manager hat that he had in the past, he likes uh, how we can build a, a solid metric to, to determine where our roadblocks and problems come from and, and how to uh, resolve them. Um, he does think that possibly there are better tools suited for uh, what we're doing and that, that Agile is, is more more suited to a, a development process than, than a cybersecurity process. And uh, he is glad that, uh, that our manager that we share is the product owner um, because that he thinks that that affords our manager the ability to see that, yeah, we're not just dragging our feet and we're not just uh, uh, being lazy. It's that, that we, he, he constantly is exposed to the problems that we have on a daily basis with getting tasks done. So 
he is understanding and, and knows that, that that's nothing that we have any control over. Um, and then I guess last I'll add my point of view. Um, as I mentioned in my first uh, or the third uh, uh, sorry lost my train of thought as I mentioned in my third podcast um, there are some unique problems uh, that we're facing and I don't see how <coughs> excuse me Sorry about that. Um, I got a little choked up there. Um, I, I I guess I don't see how we're going to move forward with this transition to agile unless the rest of the organization also becomes agile. And that was brought up a lot in uh, in all my research that um, it's very difficult to make a transition to agile. Uh, Seg in, a, in a segmented manner or in a siloed manner, um, having one one department agile and the other department not agile, and then trying to get anything done between the two, almost uh, always ends in failure. Um, with that, I'll wrap up this podcast. Um, I like I said, I hope to have had some additional feedback, but you know, everybody's busy and and it's kind of difficult to accomplish that these days and uh for my fifth and final podcast i'm I'm planning on a format that's kind of a free-for-all that i'll probably touch on on all that i've covered so far and uh try to have enough information to make it interesting and uh and satisfy the time frame so that's all for now and i'll see you soon for my fifth and final podcast thank you